This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Catch the Pulse this Thursday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Time. This week, Joita talks to disability activist and lawyer David Leposky about what needs to be improved in Bill C-22, which proposes the creation of the Canada Disability Benefit out there. That's the Pulse Thursday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Time, and it's available on your favorite podcast platform, and YouTube. Ramya Muthan, Kelly McDonald, hosts of Kelly and Company. On Wednesdays and Fridays, we check in with our content development specialists and they deliver a regional content report. Brian Delahanty gives us news from the Atlantic. We clarified this, I guess, yesterday on who gives news from where. So, Rye, it's nice to have you back. And let's start with an event. It's a very important one in Halifax that's happening tomorrow night. That's Thursday. Uh, and it's the big accessibility town hall. Can you tell us what this is all about? This is organized every year by Halifax's Accessibility Advisory Committee. And the town hall is an opportunity for Halifax Regional Municipality staff to provide updates to the community on current accessibility initiatives at the municipal level and receive questions, feedback, and input from residents. So staff would be presenting from property, fleet, and environment, diversity and inclusion, public works departments. Uh, they'll be presenting this year, giving an overview on their successes, challenges, and updates on any accessibility-related projects that the city's departments have undertaken since last year's town hall. And uh, they'll also have an open floor visioning session where members of the public will be invited to provide the committee with their thoughts on what future town halls should look like and inform the work of the committee in the year ahead. Excellent. Well, town halls are an incredible way to get people together to have this, you know, formal um, but open session of feedback. So how can people participate or check out the event? Members of the public uh, are invited to attend in person tomorrow night at Paul O'Regan Hall in the Halifax Central Library, or you can join via Zoom, and there will also be a live stream on YouTube. Uh, masks are strongly encouraged for those attending in person, and hey, you can wear them at home too. Uh, so it's uh, tomorrow night, Thursday, November 17th, from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. in the Halifax Central Library. Uh, you can attend virtually over Zoom and still have your questions and comments shared live from the floor, um, but registration for that is required. So you should register before noon tomorrow. So there's still time, and that's uh, halifax.ca slash accessibility town hall would be the link there. Um, and then you can also watch virtually without participating uh, in the question and answer sessions via a YouTube live stream link, which will also be on that website, should be published tomorrow. Uh, so it's probably too late to book Accessibus travel now, uh, but thankfully uh, the extra care taxi service is getting rave reviews and uh, you can book that uh, on short notice to get to the event if you do want to check it out in person. Lovely. Okay, yeah, and we featured an uh, extra care taxi with you a while back, and it's great to know that the community is being is using the service, and it's a great way to get more involved in the accessibility of Halifax altogether, learn about the work that the city is doing on that front, Rye. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I've attended many times in the past and a lot of interesting issues are raised. It's great just to get a recap of, you know, what's been a really steady stream of improvements. There's been a lot I've seen with park facilities, uh, with transit, uh, with a lot of recreational facilities. So it's really nice to see how far things are coming along. Mm. Ryan, I also think what is really cool when we talk about these things as members of the media, any attention that can be given, publicizing things are going on so people can get involved or find out about them. So let's jump over to Newfoundland where participants are sought for a media campaign on disability. What can you tell us about this that's going on here? This is from the Coalition of Persons with Disabilities in Newfoundland and Labrador, so their acronym uh, CODNL, and they're launching a positive media campaign around disability in Newfoundland and Labrador and are looking for participants to share their story. They want people with disabilities throughout the province to see themselves reflected in the campaign, uh, and they're looking at having a lens for overall diversity, including a diversity of disability. So what are they looking for in a potential participant for this? So it will be province-wide, and the goal of the campaign is to communicate that disability is not the person. It's the barriers created by the environment around them and the misperceptions that hold them back. They want people who can share authentic stories, reflecting the real experiences of persons with disabilities in Newfoundland and Labrador. And so the criteria is diverse kinds of disabilities. They want to look at the intersectionality of persons with disabilities, highlighting the diverse range of age, gender, race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, gender identity, et cetera, that make up the province's disability community. And they want to focus on three categories of barriers, looking at attitudinal, systemic, and physical barriers in the environment. So people interested uh, can reach out to them. Um, Trevor Freeborn would be the primary contact, uh, says to leave a voicemail calling him at 709-722-7011 or emailing Trevor, T-R-E-V-O-R, at CODNL.ca. And where they can only feature a limited number of individuals, uh, only those selected uh, will be contacted with the next steps. And potential participants who are selected for the interview process will receive a $50 gift card for their time. Amazing. Well, sounds like a really great uh, opportunity for people to take part in. Let's talk about Something going on in Nova Scotia, the Canadian Council on Rehabilitation and Work are seeking participants in a Youth the Future program. So I'm curious about it because I believe it's the same Youth the Future program that's offered uh, all over the place. It's maybe a, a national endeavor that you'll tell us more about. Absolutely. I checked and right now they are um, really wanting to fill up the spots they have for the Nova Scotia program. But you're right, it is national in scope. So CCRW, Mm -hmm. national not-for-profit organization, uh, working to promote and support meaningful and equitable employment of persons with disabilities. So the Youth the Future program lasts up to 22 weeks, helps youth with disabilities ages 15 to 30, learn how to find work, ask for accommodations, how to self-care, work on goals, and much more. The first eight weeks are in a classroom setting for 30 hours a week, which the participants are paid for attending. And participants will also have access to paid counseling, food security funds, and other accommodations. So definitely they're doing a lot to help support people to get through the program uh, and compensate them for taking part. Uh, A few spots are still open for the next sessions, which are starting uh, in late November or early December. So I think your odds are pretty good if you're applying right now. They're wanting to make sure they have all the spots filled. Uh, And so long as you meet their criteria, uh, definitely apply soon. And uh, they find most participants consider the program a real life changer. So if you're interested in learning more, you can call them at 902 482 
9712 or email ytfhalifax at And they did let me know that uh, they are uh, starting some other programs that aren't strictly focused on youth uh, up soon, and it is national. So if you want to see what's happening in your area, uh, check out their website, ccrw.org. Excellent. Fantastic. Uh, Rye, you got quite a bit of great stuff here today and a little bit more in the package as we have some time. Uh, What is this last item you've got for us? Yeah, this is something I just saw today, and I checked out a, a previous uh, iteration a few years ago. And uh, though I don't know I was the target audience, uh, they were so welcoming and uh, got me up in the aerial silks and spinning around, and it was a really great time. Uh-huh. So there is a free circus workshop for typically excluded communities uh, happening this coming Sunday at Halifax Circus, downtown Halifax. So it's a free workshop for mad, deaf, neurodivergent, disability community members, and anyone who is not felt comfortable in traditional circus or movement spaces. Uh, It's a workshop uh, being put together by a friend of ours from Ontario, Erin Ball, and uh, she'll be, uh, she's visiting Halifax now. She's actually just back from an accessible uh, dance uh, conference in Korea. So uh, she's always up to some interesting things. And she's a, uh, describes herself here as a white uh, double below the knee amputee circus artist and coach. And the course is for circus coaches striving to dismantle ableism and other forms of oppression in their work. So they're trying to uh, build more infrastructure here to include the disability community and people who would be excluded from the circus arts. And the course also seeks to shift the typical approach to movement to welcome more people into this world. Uh, so the workshop will be led by the coaches who took the course, and Aaron will be there for guidance. And it'll be a combination of offering aerial and ground movements. Everything is optional, so they really work to tailor it to uh, what works for you. All ages are welcome as well. Um, it's an accessible space. AL- ASL interpretations provided, uh, gender-neutral bathrooms. So they've really thought of uh, so many different things for uh, different groups. Uh, and so uh, if you have any questions about accessibility, want to sign up, learn more, uh, best way to uh, get involved is to email Aaron, and that's uh, kingstoncircusarts at gmail.com. And uh, she can even, you know, arrange a phone call should you want that as well. Uh, so definitely something worth checking out. And you can search Free Circus Workshop Halifax. You'll probably find it as well on Facebook. There's an wow. event page for it. Sounds like tremendous success originally to, to create a want to do another, but also taking into account so many different things and saying, we'll get it right. And, and in the meanwhile, let's have lots of fun. Absolutely. I really enjoyed it. I, I kind of attended out of curiosity and then I couldn't resist when they were trying to encourage me to take part. And it's, it's true where I never would have uh, tried that. And I walked away saying like, I, I could really wow. enjoy this. I wouldn't mind being yeah. more involved. And the kind of, you know, trust that you're willing to build with these participants is incredible because it's, you know, not an easy thing. Uh, It's one thing to be recognized that, yes, this is a typically um, a community that doesn't get to take part in things like this. But then to say, okay, but now we got to trust you in order to try it out. And that's huge. Absolutely. There's a beautiful little moment in our our community documentary with Vicky Levac recently where... Um, she attends uh, one of these circus sessions. And so they've got sort of the aerial silks, uh, you know, behind her. She's still sitting in her power chair and they kind of figured out the best way was Mm -hmm. for her to uh, reverse the chair. And as the chair goes back, 
uh, the silks take over and she kind of swings out. She's in her Superman costume uh, talking about how uh, free she feels flying. And uh, so I know how powerful the experience they provided yeah. her was. And uh, other people that were, were quite close with at AMI here uh, have all been, you know, pretty heavily involved since they first tried it out. So I know, um, you know, they, they adore working with Aaron and uh, they have such a great experience. They want to uh, facilitate that for others and get more of it. So it's been really successful and uh, something I definitely encourage anybody interested, even if you maybe don't fully identify as having a disability, uh, mm -hmm. they'll be very accommodating and uh, encouraging. Amazing. So it's a really great session. Awesome, right? Well, thanks for this and all the other things you brought up today. We'll chat in a few weeks. Thank you. We'll talk soon. Ryan Delahanty, our content development specialist. We've got a lot ahead in the next hour amidst continuing hiring challenges and a tight labor market. Some companies are pulling up the stops to show their appreciation to their staff. We'll find out from our friends at Robert Half about that. Uh, also coming up in just a couple of moments, Bill Shackleton with The Buzz. And later, Mary Mammoliti here to talk food on Kelly and Company. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.